Brain Heart Journal, Case Reports 2018, Podcast Episode 10. I am Katie Thomas, Podcast Editor. Today I will be talking about a case report by Justin Armstrong, Joan Crawford and Milena Arnautovic from Kansas City University of Medicine and Bioscience, United States, titled Unicuspid Aortic Valve Replacement with Development of Complete Heart Block. A unicuspid aortic valve is a very rare congenital abnormality, which often causes aortic stenosis. A 46-year-old man presented with a seven-month history of palpitations and shortness of breath on exertion. He had no past medical history and took no regular medications. On examination, an objection to stolic murmur and delayed upstroke of the peripheral pulses were noted. Faint bivasal crackles were heard on auscultation. An ECG revealed right bundle branch block, QRS duration 126 milliseconds. An initial transthoracic echocardiogram was reported as a bicuspid aortic valve with aortic stenosis and mild to moderate regurgitation. Preserved systolic function, ejection fraction 61%, mild LV hypertrophy, and a dilated aortic root. CT angiography confirmed a 5.5 ascending aortic aneurysm. An aortic valve replacement with aortic aneurysm repair was planned. A transesophageal echocardiogram was not performed prior to surgery. During surgery, the patient was found to have a unicuspid aortic valve with normal coronary artery placement. There were no immediate post-operative complications. A temporary wire was placed prophylactically during surgery. The patient developed junctional rhythm after the procedure, which did not improve after several days, and so a permanent pacemaker was cited on day 5 post-op. The patient was discharged on day 9. A normal aortic valve consists of three cusps, the right, left, and non-coronary cusps. There exists a range of possible abnormalities in the number of cusps, the commonest of which is a bicuspid aortic valve. In addition to unicuspid valves, quadricuspid and pentacuspid valves have also been reported. The estimated prevalence of bicuspid aortic valves is around 1%, and is seen more commonly in men than women, with a ratio of 2 to 1. Unicuspid aortic valves are very rare congenital abnormalities, with an estimated prevalence of around 0.02%, though this may be an underestimate, as the majority of diagnoses are made perioperatively rather than on imaging. Diagnosis is often difficult on both transthoracic and transesophageal echocardiography, with some cases being confirmed on CT or MRI. In a study of 2,500 patients undergoing aortic valve surgery, 1.7% were diagnosed intraoperatively with a unicuspid aortic valve. It was seen far more commonly in men than women, with a 4 to 1 ratio of male to female. Unicuspid valves are a very poorly described congenital abnormality in the literature, likely due to its rarity. However, it shares many of the features of bicuspid aortic valves, including valvular dysfunction, aortic dilatation and aortic dissection. Aortic dissection appears to occur at a greater weight in unicuspid than bicuspid aortic valves. Bicuspid valves present with an aortic dilatation around half of the time. However, in a study of 42 patients in Canada, only 20% were found to have aortic dilatation. Though there can be a familial component to a bicuspid aortic valve, no familial cases of unicuspid aortic valve have been reported. Patients are likely also at a higher risk of endocarditis, Due to the rarity of described cases in the literature, this cannot be confirmed. Complications from a unicuspid aortic valve tend to develop at an earlier age compared to bicuspid aortic valves and also seem to progress faster. 
There may be a bimodal distribution in presentation, perhaps due to the subtypes of the unicuspid valve. There are two subtypes of unicuspid aortic valves, the pin-shaped acommissural unicuspid valve and the slit-shaped unicommissural aortic valve. Acommissural unicuspid aortic valve tends to present at birth and in early childhood, as it is almost always accompanied by severe aortic stenosis. Unicommissural unicuspid aortic valves seem to have a less aggressive course. However, stenosis is still seen in 92% of cases with or without aortic regurgitation. I am unable to comment on the prevalence of these subtypes, as it is often not described when reported in the literature. However, in the previously described study of 42 patients, all 42 of these had unicommissural aortic valves. This distribution is likely due to the fact that patients with acommissural unicuspid valves are likely to display symptoms from an early age. How do these patients present? A systematic review in 2010 identified a total of 231 cases of unicuspid aortic valve. It found that in those presenting with symptoms, the commonest presenting symptoms were dyspnea, 44%, angina, 21%, and presyncope or syncope, 8%. The previously mentioned study of 42 patients also found that when questioned, 95% of their patients were symptomatic on exertion, in addition to these previously mentioned symptoms. However, in the majority of cases, symptoms were not reported at all, as these cases were discovered incidentally during autopsy or during surgery. How do we treat these patients? In the systematic review, 87% of patients received treatment for their unicuspid valve. Of these, 82% received an aortic valve replacement. Balloon valvuloplasty, surgical valvotomy, or commissurotomy is more often performed in paediatric groups. It is impossible to say whether rates of pacing in patients undergoing valve surgery for a unicuspid valve are higher than for other groups of patients, as there are insufficient numbers. Generally speaking, around 1 in 20 patients undergoing aortic valve replacement will require permanent pacing, and it is standard procedure to cite a temporary pacing wire prophylactically for these patients. Given this, it is sensible to prophylactically place pacing wires in patients with unicuspid aortic valves until more is known. The authors suggest the following learning points. In patients that present with symptoms of heart failure and a systolic murmur at a young age, a congenital valvular abnormality, such as a unicuspid or bicuspid aortic valve, must be on the differential. A unicuspid aortic valve is often difficult to distinguish from a bicuspid aortic valve on transthoracic echocardiography and can be better characterised by a transesophageal echocardiogram. Thank you to the authors of this case report for highlighting this interesting case for us, and thank you for listening to European Heart General Case Reports podcast. References and the original case report are available online. Visit academic.oup.com forward slash EHJCR for other interesting case reports. Music is Computer by State Shirt.